We are going somewhere that continuing conversations has never gone before. I hate being so cliche, but come on, this is Star Trek. <laughs> it's Star Trek. I know. Um, and everyone automatically understands what we're saying. So that makes it good. <clears throat> um, you were with us the last time. We were, uh, it, hopefully you were all paying attention when we did the probability matrix chapter of the new release from Star Trek Adventures, which is Captain's Log, solo RPG. Myself and Jim, we weren't just satisfied telling you what was in the chapter, but we said, let's show it. And we started rolling up a story, which we'll get to in a moment. Um, well, let's first do our introductions. This is another episode of Continuing Conversations, the podcast, audio cast, Every a video cast about everything Star Trek Adventures RPG and now Captain's Log Solo RPG. I'm Michael Dismuke, a freelance writer for Star Trek Adventures and a blogger on continuing missions, which is the number one site for Star Trek Adventures RPG and Captain's Log. I think it's safe to say that, but maybe a little early. Anyways, Jim Johnson. <laughs> hey, everybody. Jim Johnson. I'm the project manager and line editor for the Star Trek Adventures RPG and the Captain's Log Solo RPG, uh, both published by Modifius Entertainment. Low these many years. I am the co-host on this here show with Michael Dismuke, uh, going 92, 93 episodes strong now, something like that. Uh -huh. Gosh, we're creeping closer and closer to 100. So I guess we better put our thinking caps on to figure out what we're going to do. <laughs> for 100 uh but uh having a lot of fun here and uh, we're bringing some captain's log action to you tonight so uh i'm yep. really looking forward to it maybe what i'll do is start with a recap for those of you who were tuning in last week or if this is your new thing we jumped in right away um with trying to decide what kind of ship we would have and our mission profile and and this is kind of uh bass backwards because sometimes people want to start with creation and play chapter three or cre character creation chapter three but we for some reason because you can and it's a game and you can do what suits you well we started with picking our space frame which ended up or our, our era which first ended up being picard prodigy era um uh, the space frame ended up being reliant class which you could find there in the captain's log book um our mission type that we rolled up was tactical and uh some of the things there was going to be an incident that involved commanding and saving a salvageable wreck which we determined to be a federation ship um this other ship had its own mission profile before it was wrecked which was a spiritual mission um science somehow conflicted with long-held beliefs and the the incident and theme we rolled up ro rolled up for that one was navigate crater and an advantage of redundant systems. So we were like, where's this going? Uh, we rolled up a complication of sudden reversal. So something in our story is going to flip. Um, and then we had the encounter. And that was an uninhabited planet, devastated, wiped out by civil war, leaving behind beta radiation from nuclear fission, most likely nuclear bombs that went off. And so it left the planet contaminated. The local animal and planets were fatigued, which for us, I, we determined it's a sickly planet, radiation sickness. And then we said we needed to roll up a, a character um, who was going to be our, I don't know, protagonist, antagonist antagonist in here possibly we don't know which ended up being vedby which is a species hop opa r i practiced all week to pronounce that correctly he's <laughs> carbon-based asymmetrical animal creature and interesting he grew up on another species world the orion 
And he had the cultural traits of purity. His goal is to gain territory. The tactics are technological upgrades. His Federation outlook, he's furious about something. Mm. So from there, we had to open up our captain's log. Before I read the captain's log, do you think we should first roll up our captain in EXO? Because we've decided you'll be the captain and I'll be the EXO. Um, yeah, I think that would make sense is, is to, is to, instead of it being just like a formless voice doing the captain's log, maybe we should put some, uh, put some meat on the bones here and uh, figure out like, what's this captain. And uh, we're using the creation and play method, which means we're not going into the full life path. We're just starting with the, just enough to get going into the game. This is usually 20 to 30 minutes here at most. And by and large, this is kind of what the, uh, the producers and writers of the television shows do, right? They come up with a couple basic key points about the character. And then over the course of the season and the series, the actors get involved, the writers get involved, and gradually you grow the character mission by mission, adventure by adventure. Uh, so we're not going to go with a fully formed character here we're, or characters. Uh, we're just going to get some good starting points here and then we're going to see what happens. So we're going to use the creation yep. play, which is on page uh, 133 of Captain's, Captain's Log. If you have it, follow along. If not, just uh, you know, sit back and listen. Yep. I'll give an outline for those of you who can't watch right now. Maybe you're just listening to the podcast. So the uh, six steps um, with character creation. One, you choose your character's ranking assignment. You assign your character's attributes. You choose your character's species, name, and pronouns. You assign two of your character's disciplines. You choose a single value, and then you begin play. So with that, uh, those again who are following along, we're going to let Jim, you'll notice I have open here the captain sheet also. So we have this nice new form fillable uh, captain sheet, which came out in mid-July. Um, so we're able to type into this now. And uh, let's go ahead and just start at the top. Uh, I think name kind of goes last, right? You want to put the name last after you get an idea of the characters. Yeah, I think so. Makeup. Okay. So notice you start with 10, 10, 9, 9, 8, 7. You assign the following ratings to the character's attributes. So uh, Jim, how do you want to assign this? Uh, let's see. Uh, let's go with um, uh, so Picard era captain is what I know so far. Yep. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, what I'm gonna do is just go ahead and put down the numbers so you can see and you can mix them up how you want, right? Yeah. Is 10, that... 10, 10, 10, 9, 9, 8, 7. Uh, let's double check 10, 10, 9, 9, 8, 7. Yep. All right, good. Uh, great. Then let's do um let's do uh 10. Uh actually let's just do it from the top. Um give me a nine control. Uh eight daring. Seven fitness. Oops. Double is <laughs> Uh nine insight and then ten presence, ten reason. Yep. Looks good. All right. Now you're going to choose your character species, name, pronoun. Do you want to roll on it? I am going to make this completely random here. So I'm going to pull out my book here and I'm going to go to uh, page 93, 94. Uh, Because this is a Picard era game, uh, I can pick a species literally on any of these charts. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to roll D20 uh, and Let's see what we got here. So I rolled a one. <laughs> mm-hmm. So the, the three options uh, are uh, Bajoran, Ard- Ardenin, Ard- Ardenin, and Anar. 
Uh, ooh, interesting. Um, well, you know what? I'll tell you what. I've, I've played a Bajoran plenty of times, so I think I'm going to do something different. I'm going to play an Anar. So Anar. Okay, cool. All right. So I'm going to go over so, here. Yep, back to the Anar are the subspecies of Andorians. Um, and then we're going to have to modify the attributes here a little bit, but I'll let, give you a moment to type in uh, Anar. There you go. Okay. And then let's go back to the page and, 140 here. Okay. And then page 90. So Anar's on page 94. Uh, plus one to insight. Plus one to control. Mm. And plus one to presence. That's cool. All right. All right. Now you assign the characters. Oh, wait, we skipped. Sorry. Um, but 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 uh, it's saying to choose your character's name and pronouns now. You want to do that now? Uh, sure. Yeah. All uh, right. Uh, pronouns are uh, they, them. Okay. And uh, let me pull out the handy dandy uh, name generator that we've got back here on page. Uh, page 315 for those following at home. That's our name generator. Um, I want a, a three-syllable name. And so I rolled a six. That's going to be, uh, we're looking at progression C C B A. Okay. Uh, so now I'm just going to roll for the for the um uh the syllables here. Uh so we're starting with um Jin, G-I-N. Mm-hmm. M E M E M okay E M mm -hmm. and then uh A T So do you want it to be Jinem at or do you want it to be Jin M at <laughs> or one word Jim and it uh Let's let's do the time off time honored apostrophe in between the in between the N and the E. So it's a Jinamat. Jinamat. Captain Jinamat. I like it. Works for me. All right. So from there, we're gonna go assign the characters disciplines. Although you know what? I would put an asterisk on this on this uh, because uh, well actually you know what Anar don't necessarily follow the Andorian naming scheme. No, Jinamat's fine. Okay. Captain Captain Jinnamat. Yep. All right. What's the next step? Assign a four or five to the discipline matching your character's chosen department. And then what's the second part is choose a second discipline and assign it a rating based on the choice you made above. If the department discipline is a five, then the second discipline is a three. But if the department discipline is a four, then the second discipline will be four as well. So it's either so it's either five, three, or four, four is what i'm looking at here right exactly exactly i i guess in retrospect we could have simplified that but that's okay <laughs> <laughs> it's all good we got there um let's do oh man um did we did we decide what our like overall um mission profile is like like the particular mission we're on is tactical but do we did we create a shtick for our overall campaign like if this were to be a full-blown campaign what is our reliant class ship doing are we on deep space exploration are we on a, like a close to home kind of mission did we did mm. we figure that out 
we didn't roll that. And, and captain's log leaves it flexible that each mission kind of is spice of life, what you roll each mission, right? You okay. could do it. You could, but because we don't have mission, we don't have mission profiles in this, in this version of the game, we kind of just left it open-ended, right? Correct. So um, then it doesn't necessarily matter so much. Okay. So this character, let's go with a four in command and uh, let's put the other four in. Uh, gosh. Do, 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 do. Oh, wait, that's, that's copyrighted. Well, let's do, let's do science. All right. Four and four. Okay, cool. So, so the other ones, we will, we leave the other four discipline at blank of the stage. And as we play the game, when we need to roll with some of the other disciplines, then we're going to fill it in. Okay. Quite interesting with that one. All right. It's time to choose a single value. Yep. And I'm going to pull out the, uh, the value matrix, which, you know, in retrospect, now that I've done this a handful of times, I wish we had had more pages to put more values in here. I, um, I could show you some value probability matrices I actually have come up with recently. It hasn't published on continuing missions yet, but if you want to see them. <laughs> um, that's all right. I think uh, I think I'll just stick with the table that we have for now. I mean, obviously, the other values I'll create on my own, uh, but just to keep keep this within the book, um, yeah. just to show people the flexibility and then or, and also, I guess, the, you know, let's be honest, the the somewhat limitations, because there's only so many pages we could put in here. Right. Um, I rolled a I rolled a 10 for my random value. And that is uh, never leave a stone unturned. So right. I kind of like that because it kind of fits into his uh, science uh, science background. All right, so never or there, there. I'm sorry, not not his there. Yep, never leave a stone unturned. Okay, perfect. I'm heading back to page 141 now. Yep. Okay, so there we are. 140. All right, so we've chosen the single value. Now it says to begin play. So this is where your captain starts at this point. Now, here's what's interesting with creation and play. You will be getting the focuses as you go through and decide, you know, what, I could really use an applicable focus at this point in the mission. Mm -hmm. Now, maybe what we'll do is for funsies is after we go through and do the captain's log and read the captain's log, maybe we'll each pick a focus for our characters okay. that might apply to that mission. All right. Sure, works for me. All right. It's my turn now. Your turn. Okay, my turn. All right. So here we go. Captain's log uh, starting at the top 10, 10, 9, 9, 8, 7. I want to be different. I want to be a balance to my captain. I really do. So I noticed you were high in insight, presence, and reason. So I'm going to go 10, 10. I'm going to just see how it looks first. Nine, nine. You know what? And I'm going to do this. I, I honestly think I've noticed when people play, they always go for high reason right off the bat of many people. And, uh -huh. you know, seven doesn't mean you're dumb. It just right. means you have other higher <laughs> applicable qualities. So we'll start with that, um, which means now. It's time to do my species. Okay, this is going to be fun. Oh, yeah. Now, I'm going to do it a little different. I'm going to roll first off this random era. I have my nice 2d20 Captain Kirk tunic dice here. Sure. I'm going to pick my era first. Okay. 18. So my character is going to be on the next generation table. Okay. And rolling again, I nice. rolled an 18. Talaxian. <laughs> interesting hold on a second now that could make sense in the prodigy era because 
Yep. Voyager is back from the Delta Quadrant. And according to the novels, they went back to the Delta Quadrant by the Picard area. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so that's totally plausible. I can go with that. Yep. All right. This is interesting. So we're going to go ahead and as a trait, Talaxian. Who doesn't love Talaxians? All right. And then, you know what, Michael, I will make one note yeah. uh, in, in my uh, on my channel. I was starting to do character generation. One thing we didn't do is mm -hmm. we didn't we didn't make an effort to find out if we were mixed species or not. Which we could do. I'm OK not being mixed species for the purpose okay, of that. Yeah. I just want to make note. So what you could do, players and I mixed in real life and I want our RPG. <laughs> <laughs> OK, maybe not. I miss mixed ethnicities, not species, but. <laughs> Um, but I just I did want to make a note that if you want to have the option to play a mixed species character like Spock and like some of the other ones out there, you could, before you roll for your species, roll on the yes no probability matrix. And uh, I don't know what the, I mean, sure, it could be 50-50, but maybe it's more like 75% you're a single species and 25% you're a you're a you're you're a mixed species, and maybe you could roll on a on one of the matrices that way. You, uh, but just uh, just yeah. Make you know how I might do it? If you were playing in the TOS era, I would probably go with, you know what? It's improbable, highly improbable that you're mixed. And then as you progress through time all the way into the Picard area, okay, now it's more probable. Yeah, that, that makes sense, Michael. And maybe do it that way, right? Yeah, sure. All right. So Talaxian, I get plus one control, plus one presence, plus one insight. So let me go nice. ahead and add that. So plus one control, yep. plus presence. one insight and plus one presence nice okay that's looking pretty interesting okay, and then uh you need uh yeah and so uh, now um all right and pronouns. okay so i'm definitely i i have this thing i do really well in rpg uh i want to be a she her <laughs> okay I love powerful women. It's just this thing that i have uh, Janeway, for, yeah, seven seven torres <laughs> torres I know it's That's a thing. Good. All right, and for a name, um, let's. Now I need to go roll. What page is the uh, uh, name generator on? One more time. Uh, three, three, fourteen. Three, fourteen. Yes, in time you will memorize this book just as we have. I know, I know. Oh, and this is a, a addition. Okay, so let's go ahead and roll. Um, let's see. His name was Neelix. So I'm only going to go for two syllables on mine. I'm going to roll, and I just rolled a thirteen. Fifteen. I got it wrong. Three fifteen. Okay. Yeah. So thirteen. I have, I have A and C. Okay. So um, I'm going to go ahead and roll the A first, which is 18. So that will be foe. Uh-huh. <laughs> I hope show is the next syllable. All right. <laughs> Let's see. Okay. And then uh, what did I say? A and C. So now I'm rolling on the C table and I got a five. So fem. Ho. Fo fem. <laughs> Ho fem. Okay. I don't know why that sounds so funny. It's 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 so like a uh, Talaxian. Yeah. Fofim. I like that. Rank commander. Mm -hmm. Assignment first officer or exo, either one, right? Yep. Okay, cool. All right. Going back to page 140. Let me go back here. Technically, it's page 134, but in the PDF, it's 140. All right. So now I'm going to assign, I'm going to do a 4-4 four, four also. You okay. did 4-4. Four, you did four, four. I'm going to do 4-4. Four, four. Yep. I want to be interesting here. Uh, you, you picked science. I'm going to actually go with security and medicine. 
Nice. Security of medicine. Oh, interesting choice. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, you know, for telaxians, emergency medicine would be applicable. They're pretty, we know last we saw the telaxians, they were stuck on an asteroid together <clears throat> and uh, uh, they were under attack. So I, I'm picturing FOFAM as uh, someone who's pretty good at field medicine, if necessary, might be necessary. All right. Single value. Let's go back to values. Which page was value one more time? You get a roll? Yeah. I need to find the values page first, though. Oh, In 90, uh, 90. There 90. it is. Got it. Okay. Rolling on the value. Seven. Yes. Love it. Nice. I can make something from nothing. Oh, that is so taxing if I've ever heard it. Let's go ahead and put that there. <clears throat> Very cool. Muy importante. Okay. So there we go. Um, beginning play. All right. Uh, during play, we're going to be filling our characters' remaining elements, values. Um, I like selecting my values based off impactful things that are said during gameplay. Um, oftentimes, when, I, when I'm playing with the group, someone will say, that sounds like a value. Or I'll say, hey, that sounds like a value. And sure enough, we'll use that. It's really real. <clears throat> and then disciplines, when attempting a task, we may assign a rating to a blank discipline, giving it one of the following ratings. We have leftover three, two, two, and one. Each of those ratings can only be used once. And then when attempting a task, you may add a new focus up to a total of six and use it in the task. So it's quite possible in the first game you play, you only fill up three or four focuses. Right. Yeah, so it's quite interesting, this method of play. All right, let's look at the captain one more time. You want to read them out, Jim? Read, read them out to us. Yeah, this is uh, Captain Jinnamot, uh, Anar. Uh, they are the captain of the uh, US, uh, the USS uh, to be determined. We don't have a name for the ship yet. <laughs> That's right. We <laughs> uh, probably need to figure that out here. We'll get to the next. Uh -huh. In fact, let me grab my copy of... Um, uh, Utopia Planitia. Now, certainly, folks, if you've only got Captain's Log, you don't need to go buy more resources. Just hit the internet and look at ideas. But the, the Reliant class is on uh, page 196 of um, Utopia Planitia. I just want to look at some naming ideas here. Uh, yep, they're often I... named after previous Miranda-class vessels and Starfleet's officers who gave their lives in the line of duty. Um, and, well, you know, I'm going to be kind of like the only two... <laughs> The only two uh, Mirandas I can think off the top of my dome are the uh, are the Reliant and the Saratoga. And um, um, I don't know how you feel about the Saratoga being the name of our ship, but uh, I kind of I kind of like it. Why not? It's the future. It's a future class, right? A refit. Yep. I like it. Saratoga. So, oh, you know, we haven't built our ship yet. So at, at some point we could do that. I, yeah, I think I think what we'll do is I'll grab this the stats. Remember, we just grabbed the stats. Yeah. But what we'll do today is we'll roll the four talents. If it's scale four, it's scale four, right? The ship. Uh, I'll go check it out. I don't have it handy. All right. <clears throat> Hang on. Uh, I will check it real quick by going to the handy dandy index. People are watching me do this. And I'll go ahead and just click on Reliant. Oh, yeah, scale four, you're right. Scale four, right? Okay, yeah. so, so we got scale four there. We'll make up our NCC number later, I guess. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, uh, let's go ahead and roll on the talents, though. So why don't you uh, go to the Starship Talents random roll table? Yeah, do you want the, um, do you want the, the system and department numbers or do you want to wait on that? 
Oh yeah, go ahead. If you have them right there, okay, shout them out to me. It's easy enough. The systems, they're all 10. Nice. See, that's why it's reliable. It's the reliance. Right. Okay. And, then, and uh, the departments. Departments uh, start from top down. Two, three, two, 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 four. Ooh, nice. Medicine. Oh, I'm loving this. Yeah. Hmm. I'm starting to get an idea what kind of ship right, this so is. So reliant classes um, needed to uh, serve as the backbone of the logistical and operational support corps. Unlike the Miranda, which began, to, began life as a long-range cruiser. Uh, the Reliant was designed as a support ship from its inception. So we are primarily uh, oriented toward support operations. So I guess we're like the modern version of the California class, maybe, yep, yep, uh, yep. which could be pretty cool. But now we're going to pull up the um, uh, the folk, uh, the uh, talents uh, for starships. And that is on page. Uh, should, do you want to do these all completely random? Yep, I think that'd be fine, don't you? <laughs> yeah, I think so. It's going to be kind of weird, but uh, if we get some really wonky ones here, but uh, what the heck, right? All right, so, um, okay, so this is a 3D20 table. Uh, do I have any mm -hmm. handy here? Uh, no, not convenient, so I'll just re-roll. All right, uh, you, why don't you roll two of them and I'll roll the other two? Okay, I was going to say I have all three. I have three here, too. But now okay. I don't want to, to. But now I have to do math. So, you know, you roll, you roll two and I'll roll one. <laughs> oh, okay, uh, okay, okay roll, roll your dice then. Okay, my one is a 12. Okay, so 12 plus 17 is uh, 30, no, 29. 29, mm -hmm. 29. 29. so that's um, extensive shuttle bays. Ooh, Ooh that's kind of cool. I like yeah. that. So let's get extensive. Okay, shuttle we'll, do the second, we'll do the second one here. Yep, let me just plug that talent in. Okay, yep, that's fine. good. So roll your D20, I'll add it to 28. Okay, eight. Eight and 28 is uh, 36. So that is improved hull integrity. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing yeah. wrong with that. Okay. Rolling Next another one. one. I rolled uh, a, oh, it's in the side. It's 12. Okay. So 31 and 12 is uh, 43. Uh, improved warp drive. Hmm, I'm, always, sensing the, I'm, I'm getting a feel here. <laughs> always nice in a getaway. Yep. All right. And, oh, okay. Interesting. Um, okay. Roll I, rolled, your, I rolled a 16. Okay. So 16 and 17 is uh, 33. Yeah. Uh, hmm. High power tractor beam. Okay. 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 Very, like very. This. I mean, this very feels very supporty. Um, it really does. It, it it makes no. It makes sense that we're on a tactical mission right now to deal with a salvageable wreck. Yeah. Doesn't yeah. it? And and with the high medicine and the extensive shuttle bays, we're almost like a salvage slash retrieval slash. Uh, um. Yeah. Like, like recovery rescue kind of thing right and look at our con department too which would make sense with that so with medicine right. and con being the highest yeah it's all coming together pretty good yeah we should we should come up with a creative way to come up with a registry number right now like the last two digits of something or well let's see so the it's picard era right so ships probably uh, well actually what was the saratoga's uh, registry let's uh let's find that out could we be a could we be a, a heritage Ooh, registry i like that like g or something to match the enterprise being a G now, I think we've I think we've kept up with them. Uh, plus we're both plus we're both OGs, so that kind of makes sense. Let's see. So there is the Saratoga uh, that um, uh, Cisco was on that got destroyed during the during uh, Wolf three five nine. Hmm. That was uh, NCC three one nine one one. So we could use that as uh, like three one nine one one dash 
B or something. Um, or we could just come up with an entirely new registry number and just use the name as a kind of a heritage of. Uh, See, I kind of like the 911 because it sounds like we're emergency rescue. <laughs> All right. So, uh, so, <laughs> gosh, so that was uh, 2369. So we're now in 2390 mm. something. Oh, so it's been, uh, it's been 30 years. Yeah. Right. So what do you think? Uh, 31911 dash c i like c because it's okay. easy to remember think about it we're ncc 31911c okay i think that just sounds flow that flows i like that that's a little bit of m&m cadence to it so that's kind of cool <laughs> okay i'll write a rap later <laughs> all right so 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 now uh should i stop sharing this and and go over to i'll just stop sharing and talk about our captain's log yeah i think so okay all right so um as you all know, last week we had, you know, done the inciting incident thing and all that stuff. So I'm now going to put my radio voice on. Oh, we need a star date. We do need um, a star date, which we I think we should just use a common Gregorian calendar to make our lives easy. We can do the computational math later on that. Yeah, what year did we decide on? Um, well, so it's Picard era. So are we... After the events of Picard, are we before the events of Picard? Like, are we heading into the 25th century here? Yeah, I think so. That makes all it that, so that we we don't have to panic about all that. All that Borg stuff is behind. exactly exactly <laughs> done. We can move on to something new. All right, so let's call. It, let's say it's a 2401 then, late, or late 2401. Let's call it. Um, I like that. Let's let's call it October. Um, hang on. Let me roll two here. Uh, October 16th. Love it. 2401. All right. And we need a name for the ship that we're going to go rescue. Um, it was a Federation ship, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's, it should somehow honor. Um, how about how about the USS Modifius? I don't know. <laughs> two on the nose. <laughs> um, oh, but how about the USS Birch? Okay, perfect. I love it. Okay, that's cool. Love that. Okay, so with that, I'm now going to put my uh, radio voice on and read to everyone our captain's log. All right. You're the captain. Oh, you're not. You're right. I'm not the captain. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. I'm if sharing like, a screen. If you would like to be the captain? I'm happy to switch my character to first officer, and you can be the captain if you like. No, I, I, I I'm a forever GM. I just want to play as a character now so let me go ahead and share screen and you can go ahead and read this out let me let me know if it's a big enough for you jim okay, well, hold on before we before we do that though is there there's one other triple uh, there's one more xxx in here that we need to oh. fill in before we uh let me see um, oh under the bottom there asylum was granted. oh that's that's the birch oh the birch okay sorry Okay, so you're, yeah. Okay, so I'll let you read it out because you have it on your Google sheet. So yeah. go ahead and uh, impress so us do you want to Do you want to share a screen or do you want me to just read it? Uh, yeah, I gave you the link. Why don't you read it so that... Okay, all right. Uh, Captain's Log, start date October 16th, 2401. We have been deployed to the Orion sector to assist a Federation ship in distress, the USS Birch. They were assigned to aid Ambassador Vedbay, a hop Ahahap of our delegate in conducting planetary surveys of a highly unique nature. Apparently, the Orions stumbled upon a world devastated by nuclear war, only to discover that the remaining species included a mutated branch of high-functioning amoeba. Uh, these amoeba were transported back to Orion for study, 
and astonishingly evolved at an incredibly rapid pace, achieving sentience in just 300 years. What was initially a subject of great scientific intrigue and entertainment on Orion soon escalated into a diplomatic incident when the creatures who identified themselves as the Hahap Opa'ar demanded to be returned to their planet of origin, claiming ownership based on their obscure origins. The Orions hesitated in fulfilling their request, but Vedbay managed to escape Orion and sought asylum from the Federation. Asylum was granted, allowing Vedbay to persuade the Birch, a science vessel, to assist in planetary surveys with the aim of securing the rights to bring the Ahap Opa'ar back for colonization. However, something went terribly wrong during the survey, and now we must assist the distressed ship. Bum, bum, bum. Very nice. Okay, th this is a good spot for us maybe to roll up our first focuses that we think might apply to this mission. What do you think? One uh, focus each? Or do you want to wait? Uh, no, because I, I mean, just thinking about the tr traditional Star Trek, right? So we're getting right now, Captain's mm. Longer, we're getting the, we're getting the, um, uh, shoot, I just drew a blank on what our, our ship's name is. The, uh, uh, Saratoga. Saratoga. So, yeah. So mm -hmm. we're the Saratoga is going through warp, right? We got the warp lines, we got the ship going through space, we got the voiceover of the Captain's Log, and then we're doing the first scene. Right. And then once we yes. get into the first scene, then we can figure out what our focuses are. Um, I don't think we need to know what our focuses are yet until we get gets that first task, that that first uh, whatever challenge is awaiting us. <laughs> Perfect. OK, good. So I can I mean, I'm the kind I can throw down and go straight into some improv, throw raising down. raising some questions that we then have to roll on the probability matrix to get some basic answers to start the mission. Does that sound good? Sure. All right. All right. Captain, uh, let me, uh, let me uh, I'll, I'll, I'll share screen so that we don't forget our names on this, Jim. <laughs> this is our first time out. So everyone has to be right. patient with us. So yeah. let me go ahead and share this screen there. All right. And uh, <clears throat> you probably want to write your name down. Yeah, I'm going to get a minute. My name is Captain. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm, that's true. We can just stick with Captain and Commander until we get it all down. Because I'm Fofam. What, what was your character's name? Fofam. Fofam, right. Yeah, exactly. All right. All right. And I'll put the ship here because we may need it early on to do certain things. And uh, right. I would say, let's just cut to the chase. And we, we're, we're either breaking out of warp to get into orbit of the planet or... Uh, or yeah, I think that makes sense. We're we're, we're crashing out of uh, warp to go to the planet, get to the planet here. Exactly, exactly. So I'm going to go ahead and open up the probability matrix because as I narrate some questions, we want to be able to roll on it. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, make sure to have that up right now. Okay. So this All is right. an interesting approach, Michael. So you're actually going to narrate the opening here as opposed to just the two of us kind of creating stuff and then telling the story? Well, the reason why is we've already done the inciting incident. And how I like to play RPG is I kind of go into the narrative and ask questions and then let the probability matrix start sorting that out for us. Mm -hmm. Okay. Right. Because if you were my captain, which you are, I would be, you know, captain, my biggest concern coming into the system right now is if there's going to be a presence of the Orions. Mm. Like, are they going to resist our attempt to rescue the ambassador? Yep. What probability of that is that? Mm-hmm. Right? Okay. So what do you think on the probability matrix here that would be? And what's, the, what's the question that we're rolling on? 
Um, whether the Orions are going to be putting things into place that resist our efforts to perform the rescue. So this is kind of a meta question that we're going to be that our characters don't know about, but we'll correct be storytellers. Um, yeah. So. Um, I think based on the based on the information that we put into the captain's log. I think there's a reasonable. There's a there's a the probable expectation that the Orions would want to get what they were after. Right. Yep. They're not just going to they're not just going to ignore this. They're going to um, try to. They hesitated in fulfilling the request, but uh, I think they'd still come after it. So I'd say there's a there's a probable chance of them of them being involved here. All right. You want to go ahead and roll? Uh, sure. So probable means on a one to 15, it's a yes. And I rolled a uh, 16. So um, so no, they, the Orions will not be a key factor here. Interesting. All right. And is that, a, a uh, you know, is that just going to be an act one situation or is it that they haven't, you know, those are things we could think about later if we wanted to, right? Yeah. Um, if we wanted to go into it. But at this point, does this mean that coming in the system, we don't detect any Orion crafts? And that's kind of the first thing we notice coming out of warp. Sure. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yep. So then um, do you want to narrate? You want me to? Like, like we just want to start getting into it? Yeah, I'm going to ask my thing is orders captain. Okay. Uh, well, uh, if we've broken out of warp, then um, uh, let's go to yellow alert and assume a standard orbit or assume a, you know, techno babble, whatever the equivalent of a, of an orbit to uh, optimize scanning the planet's surface. Mm -hmm. Okay. And where's the location of the ship right now too? Uh, the birch. The birch. I thought we established that it had crashed on the planet. Ah, uh, yep, exactly. There was a crater. That's right. And, and it was salvageable. Yep. So according to this, then we would need to go look at the stats for the Saratoga and do a sensors and science role to determine mm -hmm. what our sensors would give us, right? Yep. You want to roll that? You want me to? Sure. I'll go ahead and roll it. Um, so sensors plus science is 12. Um, we don't have any talents that apply at this point. And I rolled a 12 and a 12, which generates a point of momentum. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> so we have an option here. Do we save the momentum or do we roll an advantage? Oh, I think we roll an advantage. Yeah, let's see if we can get an advantage early on. <clears throat> okay, so we grab the handy dandy book here. And uh, advantages are on page uh, 268. All right, go for it. You get the honors. They're, they're lined up invisible here. Nice. All right, so I rolled a 11. Um, the, the advantage is going to be change of heart. A nemesis or a superior officer decides to assist the crew, whether for their own purposes or because they have been charmed by the crew. Hmm. We should kind of bank that, I think. Okay. I'm not quite sure where that would apply just yet, but uh, just <clears throat> something that we can uh, keep in mind. Or, or Michael, would you uh, rather roll on a different advantage and, and find something that's more appropriate to the current scene? I, I like stretching my creative muscles and either we make it match the scene somehow. Maybe that's the reason the Orions aren't present right now. Maybe we have an ally working for us on Orion that we don't know is working for us, um, you know, or. Um, <clears throat> yeah, something to that thing or we or we bank it, like you said, and just pull it out when we need it. Um, or. <laughs> mm -hmm. Now that we're in orbit, starting to scan the planet, maybe maybe this is where the Orions show up, 
And initially we think there's going to be some potential hostilities, but then they, they contact us all contrite saying, Hey, we, uh, we made an error and we are here to help look for the ship that we should have helped earlier, but we didn't. And, and we're here for the quote unquote well-being of the crew. I like this. I see what you're doing with the setup, <laughs> knowing that these are Orions. <clears throat> yes. So they're asking if they could cooperate with us and, and, you know, assist in our rescue efforts. Right. Interesting. What's the Federation thing to do, Captain? <laughs> uh, well, we can, we, we are gracious in accepting their help, but uh, keep them at a arm's mm-hmm. length. Yeah. Okay, good. So did our scan, um, oh, so first of all, and the scan also worked out something because we succeeded in the scan. So we've located the birch crash landed on the planet, right? Mm-hmm. Um, should we take a more thorough scan to see if there's survivors? Absolutely. All right. Do you want to roll that one? Um, Here's yes, the... that would be another uh, uh, sensors plus uh, science, right? So 12 again? Yep. Yep. And I rolled a uh, a 19, which is a nothing burger. And a ten, so one success and one success. Uh, well, actually, we didn't. Uh, oh, that's right. We don't have to worry about the difficulty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's difficulty okay. one. So you got one success. Yep. And what do you think is the probability that there are survivors? Because then uh, we'll get the answer, right? Gosh, it, well, it's. Uh, um, did we identify what class the ship was? What what class is the birch? We never rolled on that. We didn't roll on that. Let's we roll should. on that. Awesome. All right. So let me grab that um, probability matrix here. So we should probably pick um, Picard era as the ship, right? Yeah. 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 It could be Picard well, era. Well, actually, I guess it could be next gen. It could be next gen because for this kind of mission, maybe it was an older uh, older, older space frame. Okay. You know? Well, how about this? <laughs> probability matrix, 50-50, 1 to 10 is next gen, 11 to 20 is Picard era. Sounds so good. I rolled a nine, so it's a next gen era ship, or at least for the purposes of the chart I'm rolling on. Okay. So I rolled a seventeen, so this is a saber class ship. So the Birch is a saber class vessel. Interesting. So fairly small. A saber, if I remember right, is a, mm-hmm. a scale three, so it's even smaller than the um, than the Saratoga. So yeah. Small, small crew. All right. And so right. now let's determine if there were survivors. What do you think? They crash on the planet. Do you think it's 50 50 whether they're survivors or somewhat probable um i i would say it's this is a devastated planet wiped out by civil war there's a we have that whole radiation thing going on here you're right so there might have been survivors from the crash but then some of them might have died from the radiation yeah so so yeah i was thinking it's (laughs) probably let's let's yeah, let's do this. Let's make it because they're Starfleet officers. Let's make it probable that they had survivors from the initial cla- uh, crash. Okay. But then roll on 50-50 if there's a minute number of survivors who inflicted with who are threatened by radiation right now. Okay, so what am I rolling? The It's probable there are some survivors. Okay. So that's a 9. So yeah, there are there are survivors from the crash and then crash. and then is it, we'll make it 50-50 that they're all, or like majority of them survived is a yes or no, only a minority have survived. Survived the, the radiation? Yeah. Well, I mean, the we uh, we talked about the encounter, right? It's a devastated planet wiped out by 
civil war and radiation. So the radiation is pretty significant because it wiped out the entire planet, right? Yeah, and so the animals are fatigued, like right, animals so and plants. Radiation is no joke. So I'd say it's so they may have survived the crash, but I, I would say it's somewhat improbable that, that they would have survived the radiation. Yeah. Okay. Is that fair? Yeah, and maybe maybe if we if a, if we get a yes, it's only a, maybe a dice roll of how many people actually survived one through twenty. Uh huh. Well, don't we have a um, a casualty chart? We sure do. I thought I don't remember, I know I don't remember if it was in here or if it was in one of the other. Uh... Nope, it's in this one here. So the page we want to do for casualties is in the spaceship section. Yeah. So for casualties, here we go. Uh, page three ten. Three ten. Okay, let's take a look. Estimate of crew casualties following a battle or cataclysmic event. Rolling tables below. Uh, the first table determines the loss of life, and then the second determines the status of the survivors. And instead of, and for this purposes, I would say instead of department, let's just say the crew complement. Exactly. So first one, I rolled a um, sixteen. So majority of the com- majority of the ship complement was lost. That's why and, we have these. And then the second one is a nine. Uh, that's a handful of minor injuries. So some of them got into radiation suits in time. Yeah, or or were in shielded sections of the wreck. Oh, so a lot of the, a lot of the crew is dead. Some of them are in, in, impacted by the radiation, and some are uh, the majority of them. The majority of the survivors are okay. Um, Man, that's so sad. It's harsh. <laughs> yeah. Brutal. And that's what our scans reveal. Yep. So so. Right. Um, will transporters work to get them up in this highly irradiated environment? Great question. So that would lead us to the probability matrix, right? I think uh, it's highly improbable. Highly improbable. Okay, uh, you want to roll the the D20 sure, on the sure, sure. Because of course, as uh, thinking in story mind, we yeah. want to drive the characters to the planet. We want to drive them into the danger zone, or else this isn't a great story, right? We want to have. So let's see. It's highly improbable. I rolled a six, so no, transporters will not work in this situation. <laughs> All right, shuttlecraft time. Yep, yep. Well, the Saratoga can't land on a planet, right? I'm just asking. Uh, probably not. Okay. Shuttlecrafts it is. And we happen to have extensive shuttlecraft, shuttle bays. <laughs> we so should do. Were we able to d- detect how many life signs were left on the planet? Um, let's see. It said it was, a. let's see, the role we got was... Um, majority loss. So why don't we roll a one through 20 and whatever number pops up on that, that's the number of survivors. Uh, okay. Uh, I rolled a 12. All right. So there's 12 survivors, mix of healthy and uh, irradiated. 12 angry people. Well, or sick. <laughs> yeah. All right. So if we know that, then we can estimate, okay, we probably need to send down two shuttles. Um, but in the interest of of uh, participation with the Orions, uh, we can send a comm over to them saying, hey, look, if you really want to help us um, rescue these, the rescue the survivors, if you have a shuttlecraft, send your shuttlecraft down along with ours. We'll take point and uh, we'll we'll lead a rescue mission. Uh, Commander Commander Fofem, is that mm-hmm. it? Yeah. Fofem put together an away team uh, to uh, take two shuttles down, uh, form up with the Orion shuttle. And uh, and bring those survivors home. All right, I, I I think right now I'd like to make sure to have a focus on this. Can I have since I have such high security in medicine? Can I get evacuation procedures? No doubt. Right. 
I think this is going to be beneficial as my first focus <clears throat> in here. Um, I have a question for you too. We have extensive shuttle bays. What's the name of the shuttle we're sending? And what is our naming convention for those shuttles? Well, presumably we're sending two shuttles, right? Uh, if Because if, there's 12 survivors. Um, I thought you said the Orions were sending one and we're sending one. Okay, maybe, yeah, one each then sounds good. Uh, right. Actually, we have, we have an assortment of shuttles. I'm sure we could find one that's primarily uh, rescue and recovery. Yeah. Oh gosh, what is our naming convention? Let's um, come up with something really fun that will will that correlates to us. I have no idea how many moons Andor has, but it, the the shuttles could be named after the moons of Andoria. <laughs> yeah, I don't know which. Uh, what, what if they were named after ships that were lost at Wolf at Wolf three five nine? Or is that bad luck in Navy terms? Probably. <laughs> Oh, Andoria itself is a moon. That's interesting. We we could since since we we're on the birch thing right now. What if what if all of our shuttles are named after STA riders? <laughs> the last names. It's so we, self-serving. <laughs> but okay, why not? Uh, first one off the top of my head was the McCarver. Okay, you have McCarver. Okay, cool. Let's do that. We'll take the McCarver. Chris, okay. be happy. <clears throat> I was about to say the Bennett. But it's okay. Okay, that works too. No, without we have we have plenty. We have we have the McCarver, the Bennett, the Paulier, the Spader, the yeah. the Bridges. We have we have some really good. Yeah, we have. Yeah, we're, really we're like the Voyager. We have a never-ending supply of shuttles if we need them. For, for, well, it's extensive shuttle base. That's right. All right, everybody's in there. Don't don't have a dismeek though. The name's too weird. <laughs> it's too weird. Okay, Fofam. <laughs> All right, exactly. Let's go with that. Okay, cool. So um, I'm going to load up the McCarver. And um, I really think at this point in the game, I want to be able to roll a, um, you know, some sort of attribute discipline combo just in case I can roll some sort of advantage that we can have in this rescue. In addition, I take the chance of rolling a complication, which makes sense when you're going on to a nuclear irradiated planet. Mm -hmm. So, so would that be cool if I, you know, do like, um, you know, a, uh, a reason plus security on preparing or maybe you know it's maybe yeah maybe it's presence and security in preparing my away team um sure but I, i'd want you to build up on it a little bit like like what are you actually sure. so when i'm rolling something for the sake of rolling something yeah so when i'm picturing is hey you know you you all need your radiation suits. Uh, you all you know need we, the shuttle bay. People are running around. I'm having a conversation with you as the captain. You know, like you know, the, this is this is you know we're dealing with radiation. We could have wild animals. We don't know what the tectonic stability of the planet is, nor do we know what the status of the warp core at this point of 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 the birch. So there's multiple factors, and I'm taking. I want the best specialists with us. You know, on this awaiting captain. Are you coming? Uh, given the. Uh... <laughs> Given the, the, the threat, I don't think you would ask me that. Well, I mean, maybe you would. Maybe no, you no. Would. I'm, I, I'm sorry. That was I was out of game asking you that. If oh. if you're, if the captain's coming, just to be clear with people, I, I think I think just given that uh, there's a huge threat of radiation, death on the planet, uh, your captain would not be going on this under normal circumstances. If it was Kirk, he, Kirk would probably go. <laughs> but uh, I think uh, the the 25th century is a little bit more enlightened in terms of like keeping the captain preserved <laughs> for as long as possible so uh, no i wouldn't i wouldn't expect to go on this mission that's why i assigned you to go on it 
Yeah. And I'm really appreciating my value right now. I can make something from nothing that may come in handy on, yeah. on, on this planet. Um, so I, I guess my question is that, Michael, like, like, is there like, and I'm thinking, I'm thinking of Star Trek Adventures, which is certainly relevant to Captain's Log is that if there's no real chance of failure, there's no reason to roll. Right. This, I mean, you're not actually attempting a task here. You're you're putting together your crew. You're putting together your specialists. You're getting the gear and stuff ready. Like, how could you're you right. fail that? Yeah, right? you're right. I mean, you might whiff on picking the wrong group of people, <laughs> right? But for the purposes of the story, that's not likely to happen in the in the teaser. Um, you're right. First act. So I think. Um, yeah, what, we're probably going to have our first task roll maybe flying into the planet atmosphere. Right. Right. Yeah. Correct. <clears throat> Okay. Or when the Orion shuttle comes in and sideswipes you and tries to take the lead or something, that's when you that's when you roll the task. Uh, who's going to fly? Are you going to fly, or do you have a, a first? Do you have a con officer flying? This, this is where I because it's, I like using simplicity when I'm solo RPGing. This is when I go back to the um, the rules. Yeah. Um, and whereas I may use, for instance, um, when I'm looking at my sheet here, I may use my uh, presence nine. I have the option to use the con of three for the ship for to represent the crew. Right. So I don't have a con score up here yet. And I don't want one yet, actually, to tell you the truth. I want to see how my character develops. So I think I would go ahead and use my presence as a command officer, um, which is a nine again, if you look here. And I would go ahead and do the three for a roll, a 12 okay. roll task roll. Okay. So let me roll that. Okay, so this is this is you and the Orion ship forming up in space, heading toward the atmosphere. You're you're breaking into the atmosphere now. Are, do we want to like? Is there a chance of like some atmospheric disturbance, or is it just uh, sufficient to say that the radiation is uh, completely irradiated the atmosphere and is creating potential turbulence? Oh yeah, and dust clouds that have been out for a hundred years, all that good stuff. So it's a pretty bad situation. Okay. Right. Okay. So I'll go ahead and roll that. Ooh, 13 and 13, a failure. Oh, no. Well, a failure and... We uh, must narrate... What, threat, right? Pardon me? That generated threat, right? No, no. It, it's just a failure. But what I do on a failure, meaning that this, this is going to create problems for our ship. Oh, right, right. So we can go ahead and roll on the ship damage table for critical we could roll on the probability matrix to figure out what's going on here so yeah yeah so we can go ahead and do that as an options <laughs> so <clears throat> let's take a look at why this just got interesting yeah and the ship damage that's on page 308 all right so, um so you failed so you want to roll for a system hit matrix yeah i think we should you said so yep roll d20 Okay, D20. I rolled an 11. An 11. So that's a, a damage to your structure. That's what mm. really makes sense. Yep. And um, we then need the, to decide how significant the damage is, right? Correct. So top of so the next page. The top of the next page, roll D20. 17. Ooh, ooh, catastrophic damage. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, so man. now we'll, we'll go to the, the table on page 310, which is catastrophic damage. Now roll another D20. Five. Five, critical system destruction. The ship has sustained enough damage that a key system is permanently offline until repaired. Roll oh, D20. All right. To figure out which system it is? Yep. I'm scared. Please don't be engines. Please don't be engines. <clears throat> 19. 19 sensors. 
Oh, you're, you're watching. Oh, this is horrible. Oh no. Not not only is the ship critically damaged, but you've also lost uh, lost all of your sensors. You're now flying blind. Okay, oh, so goodness. this is where the act where all you know, you're on the ship. I picture the captain. What do you use? What do you use? <laughs> Sorry. Well, actually, I, I tell you, Michael, this this is a perfect uh, setup for a uh um for a, end of a teaser kind of uh situation here right we 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 got to the planet we had a little bit of an encounter with the orion we you know we would do some dialogue here with their orion uh you formed up your team they formed up their team you flew down to the planet and then just as soon as you got into the atmosphere you got catastrophic damage you're you're uh out of touch the the, the dramatic scene could be the captain on the on the bridge and the the um the con officer or whatever says uh captain that we've just lost uh you know or you know the uh the shuttle's just taking catastrophic damage and it's like what dun 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 and then we cut to the um opening uh opening music well right before we do though should we roll whether their orion ship also took damage just on the probability matrix yes we should right i would say that would be probable somewhat probable somewhat probable okay yeah Uh, i rolled in an 11 yes Oh, yes, they did take damage too. Now okay. open the now. trailer. <laughs> well, actually, let's see what how let's see what kind of damage they took. Oh, that's right. Let's maybe, figure maybe, out. What maybe both of you got smoked by the same uh, by the uh, same surge or something here. So let me point. go back to that same table on page three hundred and eight. Right, and I, you mind if I roll these? Yeah, please. Okay, I'll write so it down. I'm writing it all down. I've got a um, a three. <laughs> so their their engines are damaged. Oh no. And I got a 17. So they have catastrophic damage to their engines. Oh, no. And then I rolled. Oh, my gosh. I rolled a 20 uh, for the last ones here. So 20 on catastrophic damage is a a repair necessitating space dock. The damage is too expensive to be repaired on its own. Until the ship is returned to a space dock, it can only operate at minimal power. And multiple systems are offline. Okay. So so something bad happened. Whether it was like a... A, a surge, a radiation surge, or maybe something reacting to the hulls of the shuttles coming into the atmosphere. Both of you got hammered by um, radiation buffeting energy. Your ship took, or your shuttle took critical damage to the hull, which knocked out the sensors. The Orion's got it even worse. Their, their, their sh- ship got hit just as hard, but their engines are out, and now they're in a free fall toward the planet. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm like, if they die, this di- became a diplomatic incident. <laughs> oh boy. Okay, so so then the closing the closing little scene here would be, uh, you know, I mean, it would be the people uh, informing the captain of what's happened. A horrible radiation surge has just come up. Our shuttle is uh, critically damaged. Um, I don't know that we would know that your sensors are out, but your ship is critically damaged, and sir, the Orion has taken catastrophic damage as well. Their engines are out; they are now in a free fall toward the planet. They're descending at a rapid rate. I just see them spinning, like, uh huh. And 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 our sensors can't even detect where they're at. Right. We're now we're flying blind in this dust storm that's twenty miles high. Yep. <laughs> oh, this is horrible. This is exactly what makes a good show. Yep. And then that's where we would cut to the um, opening theme, opening music. Exactly. Uh, where that ends up being. I don't know if we'll ever come up with that. You know me, I'll find something. I'll find yeah. something. And I think that's probably a great place to stop for tonight is that we, we've, we've done that inciting scene. We got the first scene. We're about to go into act one now. That was great. <laughs> I'll write it up. I'll add it. I'll take care of it. And uh, next time we come back, we'll have, next time we come up, we'll probably have to roll up the Ryan captain. 
because now that person's going to play into it. And now we almost have a double rescue operation. If we find out even that Orion shuttle survived, I don't know if they can in this situation. Uh, I, I'm going to guess highly improbable, but we'll worry about that next time on continuing conversation, the adventures of the USS Saratoga. Saratoga. Yeah. And awesome. Hey everybody. Um, because this is a YouTube video, if, well, actually, no, never mind. I was going to say we could we could get the audience to help us figure out what the name of the series is. Um, but by the time this airs, it's going to be six weeks from now. <laughs> we'll have already recorded the next bunch of episodes. So never mind, audience. We'll 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 get there. We don't have to. We'll we'll, we'll play it by ear. We'll see how it goes. Maybe we'll still let yeah. them name it at some point. We'll go. get them. But this was great. I think my thank you uh, tonight, just because. Um, this is an unexpected pleasure. I'm going to thank you, Jim Johnson, tonight, just because, again, you let me be lead writer on this book, and I'm having so much fun with it. People are having fun with it. I'm loving seeing the reviews online. Um, I'll be back from Gen Con by then, so hopefully I'll hear some great things about uh, Star Trek Adventures and Captain's Log. So thank you, Jim, for giving me the opportunity. For those of you who don't know, Jim is always on the quest to find more diverse talent. This was my first time working for a published IP, um, and his his generosity, I know, is going to come back in spades in the universe. The universe is going to uh, take care of you, Jim Johnson. So I really appreciate you. Thanks, Michael. That's very kind of you. Uh, I appreciate that. Uh, my gratitude. Um, I, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna just thank the thank the fans. I think um, th just at the time that this is recorded, we're we're only a week into the pre order, and the pre order sales have been really strong. There's been a lot of great buzz about this game on on social media. People have been posting reviews, actual plays. Uh, Eric Campbell's been doing a great actual play on his Twitch channel. Um, uh, Michael, I know you've been promoting the game all over the place on Continuing Mission and and all the different social media channels. Uh, the fans are really excited, and they're talking to each other about it, which is you know super encouraging. Uh, so, it, you know, I just have to thank the fans because without the fans, we wouldn't be even making this. We would not have even conceived of making this thing seven years ago. I don't think solo RPGs was in, on anybody's mind when we rolled out uh, Star Trek Adventures initially. And I think it's um, I think it's a really good fit now, now that I've gotten into it and I've gotten to play with it even more, especially once we got the books in hand and the, and the pages and stuff. So thanks to the fans, uh, honestly, this is a love letter to you. And uh, I can't wait to to read the stories that you come up with. And hopefully they're every bit or even more exciting than what we're coming up with here. So exactly. I can't wait. Michael, also thank you to you for keeping all the notes and uh, managing the uh, managing the uh, the story here. Um, I think we've got a, a banger here. <laughs> I write like a fanatic. So that's perfect. Yeah. yeah. And and again, I just want everyone to know that we did what you saw tonight in about 30 minutes. Gosh, um, it was only 30 minutes. Okay. It was only about 30 minutes because we talked a little bit about last game and stuff yeah. like that. But I but I would envision, you know, say we were friends and maybe we're in college or we're workmates, and twice a week we get together for lunch at work and yeah. we just bang out two scenes, a scene each day. And yeah. in a month you have like the act first act done, second act done. So I just wanted you all to see that you could do this in about 30 minutes, just have a lot of exciting development in the story. Mm-hmm. All yeah. right, cool, fantastic. All, All right. right, so until next time, IDIC. Uh, live long and prosper. Be safe, be well. We'll talk to you all next time. Yep, pray for the crew of McCarver. Think happy thoughts. <laughs> all right, talk to you later. Bye-bye.